What's up guys, this is League News where we bring all Premier League news to your pocket. Today we'll be talking about the two clubs in the city of Manchester. We'll be talking about reported Saudi takeover. We'll be talking about transfers going in and out of the Premier League. We'll be talking about everything. Stay tuned. What am all the money feeding? I don't wanna go bombi. Them I don't know what I do when I go from bealing. Leading the pack in black and I'm on with the bad. Snapping with a phone and dab. I'll stop a man with a duster. Put him in a drip and sip love buster. Okay guys, we'll be first talking about transfers going in and out of the Premier League this January, this summer. First up the podium, Jaden Sancho. Jaden Sancho, Jaden Sancho, always making it to the news either when Liverpool are scouting him, you know, they want him reportedly, but I don't think they'll buy him for $100 million, no. It doesn't make sense for them to buy him. They already have star players. It's either if they leave, though. If the star players leave, then, yes, it's realistic because they'll get the same amount of money, but the money they're asking, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's basically stealing. Stealing. A hundred million pounds for Jadon Sancho. He's good, but that's a low overprice. That's, that's the GDP of some countries. <laughs> like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. A hundred million pounds. It's, they're saying Edward Wood would be willing spilling that kind of money, but I don't believe it. United are very stingy with their money. It doesn't make sense for United to do that. But Jaden Sancho is a really good player. Last time I saw him UEFA Nations League, he's very light on his feet. And, you know, he gets goals. He gets goals and he gets assists. He was one of the only players that get, got like 10 plus goals and 10 plus assists in Europe that, that season. Last year, I think. Uh, okay, but I don't believe it's true that they'll waste 100 million pounds. Maybe lower, but, you know, Jaden Sancho, the reality of coming to Manu is, is becoming better and better. So we'll see. That's the only thing we could do. We're the fans. We 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 can only see. But it's Jaden Sancho, man. But it's a hundred pounds. Let's just get real. Next on the trading block. Next on the news, we'll be talking about Serge Aurier. Serge Aurier. Okay. So uh, reports are that he's going to AC Milan. No, they have. You know they have interest in him. Uh, for people that don't know him, he's right back. Uh, he's behind fourth and. Uh, uh, I forgot his name uh, at right back, but he's behind them. But you know, right now he's playing and he's giving in some really poor performances. He gave away a penalty yesterday, and okay, the first defense you didn't see Mane coming. Mane does that. He did that at the Newcastle game too, but still, wow, that game was interesting. He gave away the penalty, and you know what? Uh, reports are springing up like they usually do when a player does bad. That. Uh, AC Milan uh, have interest in uh, bettering their right back, so uh, interest has come. But uh, I don't. I, I see him going there. If if he if he's still struggling by the end of the season, I don't think he'll go January. If he's struggling by the end of the season, I see him going there because a lot of you know struggling Premier League players they usually go to uh, Italy. Example: Smalling. Uh, yeah, Smalling, Sanchez, Lukaku, like, whoa, United, they have a lot of struggling players, but yeah, uh, that's why, uh, it's interesting, it's interesting to see, you know, once you struggle, their reports spring up, but yeah, these are the reports. <laughs> okay guys, someone may be leaving Chelsea this season, and guess who, guess who, Olivier Giroud, 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 Giroud. He may be leaving because he has been playing a lot this, this season. 
six appearances uh, or five I'm not sure but only two starting six appearances six appearances and wow reason he's leaving is because you know Didier Deschamps recently said that uh, he may want uh, he, he wants Drew to play more you know he's Didier Deschamps for people that don't know he's a France coach and he, maybe he wants him to play more if you want and I think he needs to play more. If he wants to get in that friend side, he needs to play more. Because there are people at sh- uh, strike right now that could get in. Like Moussa Dembele. There are people that could get in. For sure. For sure. And you know, he's trying to secure his place uh, Euro 2020. So, you know. Uh, this report is really interesting. Because it's like contingency. It's if Moussa Dembele leaves. If Moussa Dembele leaves Lyon that Drew may go because uh, you know uh, for example Manu has interest you know like they have interest over all the players it's so interesting to see. everyone's connected with Manu because he's doing so bad they have interest and you know uh, Leon reportedly that if someone broke the club record fee and they bought Moussa Dembele that they would re- uh, replace him with Drew and Drew he needs to go he's not he well, youth is dominating Chelsea right now, but he needs more playing time. He's still a great player. He's still a great player. He's still a, a super substitute in my mind. <laughs> I'm never let it go. He he scores so many goals off the bench for Arsenal. It's crazy. Okay, guys, main thing today, I'll be talking about the Man U versus Norwich game. You know, you know, I'm actually excited because it was our first away win of the season. Damn, we controlled the game. We controlled McTominay. Our midfield was fire. McTominay, uh, Pereira was running like, like his life depended on it. Fred was making decisive plays. It was great. It was amazing. It was amazing. We won 3-1. 3-1. You guys probably saw it. Our pace is unmatchable. Like it's crazy. It's, it's so amazing. It's, it's you fall in love with our pace. And Martial came back. And I think, you know, he's our good luck charm. <laughs> like, no lie. I'm not joking. He's our good luck charm. Like, the way we want, like, we would have won without Martial. Like, because he scored, like, only one. But still, he's, like, our good luck charm. He he put the place together, everything. Rashford was fired. Daniel James picked that pass out of nowhere. Thing is, we missed two penalties. Like, we won 3-1, and we still missed two penalties. First penalty given, I didn't think that was a foul. <laughs> Rather, I thought it was a foul that we committed on them. Second one was clear handball, clear handball. So, no no Premier League fan or, you know, referee could have said anything uh, different. But the first one was that because on the telly, Rasum, uh, on the telly, like, I knew, like, that the foul was going to be given to us, like, it's crazy. I knew the foul was gonna be given to us because of the way, like the way VR would see it, I knew that they would give it. I was even telling my brother, it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, I think this is gonna be a momentum boost. Like, we're actually gonna win a lot of games now. Like, if we lose the next game, oh my god, damn. The next podcast will be crazy. I will burst. I will rage. Truly, I will. I've been thinking about also recording while taking. Uh, while watching the game, so you know, uh, hit me up on League News every day to see if, uh, to you know confirm that I should do that. And you know, you can hear me rage and stuff, but it's crazy. Like, 
the way we controlled the game, it was it was, it was beautiful. That's the Man United way. Our defense was fire. Juan Bissaka was good. He got a yellow card though, but you know it was still good. We we just we just we just dominated everything. Two penalties that were missed it was first Rashford and then Martial. Crew was very good actually. Their goalkeeper was so good. He he blocked so many. He blocked one Martial header which was right next to the goal, point blank range, and he still uh, saved it. Uh, it was great. That was a great game in Manchester. Okay, guys, for the final thing today, I'll be talking about the City game. Wow, VAR had a lot to do with this weekend, and it had a lot to do with City as well. Uh, okay, so uh, it was City versus Aston Villa, and it was it was a great game. Honestly, I enjoyed the game. First half, Aston Villa held their own. They got in 0-0, but right after the uh, uh, the ball was kicked in the second half. Sterling took it. Nutmeg, the goalkeeper, scored. He scored by nutmegging the goalkeeper. It was actually a sublime finish. Sterling is becoming a claimed finisher. I remember when he used to miss like free goals. Remember the United game where they could have won, but we came back? Well, I remember that one. And we won 3-2. Good old days before we started losing. But he, he finished the sublime. But the... The VAR one was the second one. The second one, it was crazy. It, it was actually, it did not make sense. Because, okay, so the story was, De Bruyne shot it bottom right corner. And, you know, uh, David Silva claimed to put a hand, uh, put a foot on it. But right before Garner, Sterling got out of the way. Uh, so, you know, uh, uh, referee didn't give it to De Bruyne. He gave, uh, no, he gave it to De Bruyne. He didn't give it to David Silva. Afterwards... Premier League, they awarded the goal to David Silva. And the thing is, if De Bruyne shot it and it was his goal, then it didn't count as uh, offside. But if David Silva touched it, Sterling was already in an offside position. So they're basically, you know, uh, basically saying that, oh, we know that it would have been an offside, but he got a touch. So it's basically, that was a no-rule game. They literally, it does not make sense. The, the organization is it's it's separated by uh, separated it's not part of VAR it's a it's a independent organization that gave the goal but still like it's actually controversial these kind of goals are controversial and the, you know they need to talk be talked about and you know there has to be solutions for this kind of stuff because there are there are things like this the VAR has its weaknesses like for example Maybe the the defending team uh, shot the ball out of no the opposing team trying to score shot the ball out of bounds, and the defending team basically oh the referee didn't see it and the defending team got the corner. If that defending team scored, they would see VAR back, and they would see like uh, who who got the corner and waste so much time because they have to take that corner, but they know that that corner you know wouldn't make any difference like. It's just a waste of time. You know, these things have to be solved. So, we'll be talking... We'll, throughout the season, we'll be talking about things that should be that should be fixed like this. Okay, guys. This is League News Every Day, where we bring all Premier League news to your pocket. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for everything. You know, we've grown a lot over, the past, over these past few podcasts. And, you know, keep coming back. Keep coming back. Show me love. DM me on League News Every Day. We're kind of slow on there right now. So follow me on League News Every Day. We're at like 50 followers, which is nothing compared to our podcast. So, you know, follow, follow back. Follow back.